Welcome back, brothers and sisters, to the Vanessa Hartsfield podcast. I hope you had a good weekend and you're having a good day so far. And welcome to September. I know we're a few days in, and please accept my apologies for not publishing this episode last week. I hope this month is good to you in all ways possible. So, the last few weeks I've been having tight chest feelings, and I know what caused it. And knowing that praying for release and speaking about it aloud has changed how I'm feeling now. And honestly, it made my weekend last week great, especially by getting back into the gym. It's been amazing, despite the aching, but especially having a motivated gym buddy by my side, it's been great. She's been great, encouraging and very, very funny. The amount of times I've laughed, (laughs) I love it. And the company and the vibe is making this gym life so much fun. So thank you, Chanel. (laughs) But going back, one of the causes to how I was feeling was the feeling of going back to work and leaving my little one. It might sound weird, but having been with him near enough 24-7 since the lockdown has been such a wonderful sight and feeling because I've been there to see the changes in his personality and mentality. I've been able to see his growth in his abilities, his speech and his learning. And hearing his laughter just fills my heart with joy. And although I know he's in good hands, just going back to the work life away from home threw me off balance. Yes, it's nice to get a break, but he also makes me happy. So all of that thought caused me to go into an emotional battle and that brings me on to my topic today which was also requested about raising a son in London in this world in this time. And raising a son can be the most beautiful experience and challenging. When we're inside a house with them, for us as parents or a parent, having to conversate with them listen and guide them to just embrace them physically and understand them mentally is a process that cannot be rushed we really need to take in what they're showing us but we have to listen carefully to the unspoken words because the words and actions unheard and unseen could could be the sign of shyness and uncomfortableness Or maybe not even that, you know, every child is different and not all children can express themselves. But showing affection to our sons is the most important tool. Hug them, kiss them, tell them how much we love them. Make a game out of it, (laughs) even when they're grown. We shouldn't be afraid that this will make them less manly when growing up or them being a mummy or daddy's boy in the house or even outside the house. A bond is a bond, and that itself is just full of unconditional love. Because for some of them, that bond and friendship is something treasurable to them, and that one push away could push them into an arm outside the household. That one push could get them reevaluating their worth. But like I said, I'm also aware that every child is different, some may respond differently. Some may not be able to open up. But as long as they know, they can come to us when needed. As long as they know we are there for them. Every moment needs to be cherished. Because when they go out into the world, that's where the panic begins. 
there'll be influences from other people, there'll be habit scenes, there'll be competitions, there'll be segregation and alpha males out there. But if we just allow them to be open, assertive, knowledgeable of who they are and where they can go, we can give them the best start and we must keep showing them the way, no matter how hard things get, no matter how hard they fight back, no matter how hard they fall, we must help them to rise. For we always see and hear that there are no opportunities for the young people. But if God has allowed life, he has created a pathway. If God has created a son of the earth, he knows that there's more to him. If God can see our sons as perfect creations, who is humanity to destroy that image? If opportunities cannot be seen, then we need to create positive roads for our sons to walk upon. We open the doors for them according to their talents and understandings. We show them that no matter what barriers try to restrict them, no matter how different they are, that they can become more. They are royalty, they are kings, and they have much right to be successful, even when it takes determination, perseverance, positive attitude and response to life. You know, just being ambitious and putting on those mental blinkers, blocking everyone out and letting them run their own race. But when I first found out I was having a boy, my mind went into overdrive. I was thinking, what generation is he going to grow up in? How can I keep him safe from the outside world? When he goes out without me, even now I panic. Just being away from him scares me. I try not to think of the future and when he's going to be grown. You know, having that fear of bullying or mistaken identity. Even when he sleeps, I still watch him carefully. I always pray he stays protected. And I pray that I can guide him in the way he needs to go, without overprotecting him. Guiding him as much as I can, without forcing anything upon him. I'm conscious of when I'm tired, how I respond to his cry. Because my emotions and mental state shouldn't interfere with the love and care and time. I put into his life. You know, I do get scared because this world can cause emotional and mental stirs, but I will give and put in my all to keep him grounded. For there is injustice, inequality, crime, poverty, things that can cause pain, abandonment and despair. But he is my world and every moment with him is as precious as being with my nephew, husband, cousins, friends, family and uncles. They are all sons and I always worry about them. Even being grown men, I always pray they're kept safe and surrounded on their journeys. They matter to me. They matter. But I know if I continue to let myself think this way, I'm not trusting in God's plans. If I continue to think this way, I won't be able to live. And if I continue to think this way, I won't be able to make memories and positive and beautiful memories. 
are the best thing this world is left with. So, I pray for our sons that they know their worth and value amongst this diversity. Di <laughs> Sorry guys, <laughs> my emotions are coming in. So, <laughs> I pray for our sons that they know their worth and value amongst this diverse society. I pray for our sons that they accept their uniqueness and that they don't need to change to fit into the world. I pray for our sons that they keep the faith and love in their parents. I pray for our sons that when they think the system is against them, they know that we got their backs. I pray for our sons that they understand it's okay to speak their minds and hearts. I pray for our sons that everything we want for them, God provides. I pray for our sons and their safety against humanity. I pray for our sons and their protections against their things and people not meant for them. I pray for our sons and their realizations that they are kings, that money does not define their titles, that money is on borrowed seasons, that money doesn't always bring happiness, even when others see that's the way. I pray for our sons and the generations to come that they can unite across the borders and become as one. I pray for our sons that they are blessed, filled with prosperity. And abundance in all areas of their lives. I pray for our sons that change is upon you and the way you ought to go. Sons, we love you, we value you and honour you and we are here for you. Thank you guys for listening. Sorry about my mistakes. <laughs> I love my son and I love you guys out there. Have a blessed evening. Catch you back next week. Bye.